May this indeed be a joyous and wonderful Wednesday, the 23rd of October. Boy, it's getting closer and closer to Thanksgiving. Forget Halloween. It costs me money for Halloween. We give out a lot of candy. And if we don't, we eat a lot of candy, and I shouldn't. <laughs> How about you? How do you handle the extra candy? Uh, anyway, uh, what what a great day the Lord has given us to enjoy and, and in which to serve him. And uh, God provides the strength. God prevents the, presents the courage and provides the, the joy and the hope and the words as we share our faith with others, especially those going through some dry spells or some challenges or even serious periods of, periods of doubt. But the uh, devotional is called Outpouring. And as you hear this passage from the prophet Joel, Joel, you will hear another one. We'll get to that in a second. But hear now the word of God from the prophet Joel. It comes from chapter 2. Very fitting when you consider where else it appears. Beginning with verse 23 going all the way to 32. Verse 23, O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given the early rain for your vindication. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the later rain, as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain, the vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I sent against you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, for he has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is no other. And my people shall never again be put to shame. That's twice he says this. Then afterward I shall pour out, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Even on the male and female slaves, in those days I will pour out my spirit. I will show portents in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun, the sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, for in Mount Zion and in, in Jerusalem there shall be those who escape, as the Lord has said. And among the survivors shall be those whom the Lord calls. This is, brothers and sisters, the word of God for the people of God, and we say, thanks be to God. Well, again, I wish you a wonderful and blessed Wednesday to you and yours. Dear listener, our prayers for I, uh, Iona and Reverend Clay Walden as they await the arrival of their daughter, Adina. Last we heard, they were in labor and delivery as the doctors were running more tests. We pray for them, and we pray for a safe and healthy delivery. May all go according to God's will. May Iona be well, and may Clay be peaceful. I remember those days. Uh, prayers for those in Dallas who two nights ago had that uh, terrible storm come through there and uh, just wreaked havoc on havoc on so many people and uh, a co-worker of our daughter uh, who lives in Dallas lost her home and this a week after being informed she had been laid off by her company and 
our daughter who works in Austin at the same company is really heartbroken for her and for her loss. Another co-worker in the Dallas area lost part of the house, but not everything like uh, her uh, dear co-worker. Pray for her and for all who have lost much, if not everything. Uh, I made contact with uh, <clears throat> James Dorf and Barbara Dorf, and they're fine. They were thankful that we checked on them, and I'm thankful they're okay. And For any others in the Dallas area that you know or that may be listening, we pray you are well and that God is providing for you. Pray for one another, and as always, pray for yourselves. This passage from <clears throat> the prophet Joel appears also in the book of Acts, chapter 2. When Peter preaches the sermon that converted 3,000 new believers to the faith, the prophetic passage, as we find it uh, here, uh, addresses a powerful hope that God promises to his children. In Zion, after they have suffered drought, pestilence, and famine, God sends them early rain and later rain, which was a necessary rain after that drought, and he promises a great harvest wheat, wine, and oil. The ravages of those animals that seem to accompany droughts, the locusts and the cutter are gone, and the newness of God's gift will be a blessing to all those who were ravaged and who were going hungry and suffering as a result. And as the prophet said, this is God's symbol that uh, now they were being restored, and God's promise is that now the children of Zion will, quote, eat and plenty and be satisfied. And his most important gift is his presence in the midst of them as their God. The next promise is the passage that we find in Acts 2, a promise that the day would come <clears throat> when God's Holy Spirit would be poured out on them and their sons and daughters would prophesy and their old men would dream dreams and their young men would see visions. Even male and female slaves would receive God's Spirit and God's signs would be in the sky and on the earth and what Jesus told his disciples that the sun would turn dark and the moon would turn blood red right before the coming day of the Lord. And when that day arrived, all who called upon the Lord would be saved. This passage could be about you and me and our life's history and our life's journey. We have seen the good and the bad. We have experienced the best and the worst that life can throw our way. But in Christ Jesus, we finally hope, find the hope of life that no one else can offer to us, and that is salvation. The being pulled out of that which seems to kill, steal, and destroy to the new life and that in abundance that Jesus came to offer, as he said in John chapter 10, verse 10. The Holy Spirit has been poured out on those who are open to his leading and to his speaking, even today. It is through prayer and scripture study, worship, and all the other spiritual disciplines that we can hear what God wants us to hear. And I know it's the message of salvation that the church should be proclaiming. There is no greater joy, no greater nourishment to our souls than the message of God's good news in Jesus Christ. And that, dear friends, is a message that is too good to keep to ourselves. Let's pray. Awesome God, pour out your Holy Spirit on us again and again. Fill us with what you would so that we might be the people who make a difference in the world for you. We pray for those that we've mentioned above. We pray for Iona and Clay Walden and for their baby. We pray for the doctors, nurses, and all who attend them. And we pray for a safe and healthy delivery of this baby. Be with those that are sick. Be with those that are battling cancer. Be with those that are facing loneliness. Those that are facing fear and doubt. Those that are facing financial challenges. And we pray that in all things, 
you would be glorified. And this prayer comes in faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's in his name that we pray. And let the people of God say, Amen. Dear friend, thank you for listening. Have a great and blessed day in the Lord, and share good news with someone today. If this has blessed you, share it with someone else. Let them know there's people praying for them and caring about them. I pray you receive my blessings of love. I'm Pastor Nadiwan Bethany. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.